Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1236 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. It is Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. There's live racing Fridays and Saturday nights at Northlands Park. And again, uh, over at uh, K-Day's Rural Alberta Advantage. Love them. Great band. So check them out. They're there tomorrow night uh, down at uh, K-Day's. Mark Spector joins us in studio after a... Um, very successful Mark Spector Golf Classic. What what number was that for you, Spec? That's fifth one, Bobby, that we did, and uh, you got me turned up. I got you turned up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's got you even a little bit higher. There even, uh, I mean, starts with the weather. No one wants to golf in the rain, and uh, yeah. I'm knocking wood here, but uh, not a drop. It's an absolutely beautiful day. You played. How'd, uh, how'd it go for you? Uh, well, I was, the guys were great that I was with. The group, uh, I mentioned the fact I was with the guys from Canadian Tire, and they were terrific and real easygoing guys, just looking to have a good time. Nobody, you know, nobody was pounding too hard, drinks-wise, because I had to drive, so. Yes. Right, so um, I'm, I'm of the... Uh, Two drinks over six hours rule. You'll never be in that. trouble. You can do that, you can right? Do that. So yeah. as long as you stop at that point. But you got. You know what? It was a. It was a fun event. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that helped you is this. An, this is an event that Todd McClellan does above and beyond his work with the Edmonton Oilers. Oh yeah, and uh, his commitment to Sports Central has been pretty impressive since he's come to town. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's and it means a lot. Like to have to have the coach of the Edmonton Oilers come in. Uh, is not a small thing. There's a lot of tournaments. There's a lot of charities. There's a lot of people trying to raise money for a lot of great causes out there. And uh, talk about the Alberta advantage. Uh, having Todd McClellan, and, and the kind of guy he is. Like, we're looking at a tournament with, I mean, we golfed 236 people right. at the quarry yesterday. Over, you know, 27 whole course. And Todd just walks through the room. And, of course, everyone knows who he is. And he knows who, you know, a handful of the people are, right. frankly. But he's the kind of person... I've known a lot of coaches, and some guys maybe wouldn't be as good at it as he is, but he'll talk to every guy. He can, he can talk to any guy at any level about anything, and he's well-met, you know, and you don't ever come away from meeting Todd McClellan. Well, I, mean, I didn't like that guy much. He wasn't very friendly. Like, that doesn't even happen. Well, let's take it one step further here, just so people know. I mean, Todd does not live in Edmonton during the off-season. He's, 
He's here for, uh, you know, in a good year, he's here for nine and a half months or ten months a year. And right. in a tough year, he's here for eight and a half. But he flew in and flew out in the same day yesterday to yep. attend your event. Yep. Um, the Oilers have their own community foundation, which Todd does events for as well. Oh, for sure. But the fact that he's contributed time to your event, uh, to Jason Greger does a uh, an auction off event with Todd as yep. well. Those are above and beyond the normal requests that would come in. And that's part of the Edmonton dynamic um, that is a little bit different. Like, I, I kind of think you kind of got to get what we're about here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right, right. Like, like, sure. This is this is sure. my theory on the spec. Like, there's a lot of guys out there in our market that are really, frank, you know. And there is an Alberta advantage, you know. Like, there's and, and there are some people hurting financially right now and challenging companies that are down. Mm-hmm. But there's a belief in this province that things are attainable, and also that nobody's above anybody else. So when you when you see a, a coach come in who has been a successful NHL coach, for sure, and he makes himself accessible, yep, and then accountable because he is surely accountable. Yep. He doesn't sit there and say, you know what, we're not talking for two days in a row on the road, or you know, the, the owners went in and just crushed uh, Columbus this year, seven two. And what's his face? Tortorella didn't want to talk and did a, a nine-second diet. That would be unacceptable in Edmonton for him to do something like that, for a coach to do that. Yeah. But this coach gets this market. Say what you want about his coaching, well, but this guy gets what Edmonton's about and what Northern, what Western Canada is about and what Alberta's well, about. Well, he's from Western Canada. He's a right. statue guy. But I also would say, Bob, that it's even tougher now because, let's face it, we know what the Oilers' record was last year, what the kind of year they're coming off of. And... You know, there's a lot of players. We've known a million of them, Bob. Some guys are built to play in the Edmontons or Montreal or Toronto, and they can do it. And even if things aren't going well, they can go out in public and still do what it has to be done here. And there's other guys who are just better suited to play in Florida because they're not the kind of people that can deal with that kind of the kind of introspection that you face here from our that, listeners from guys listening to this show right, right. and uh, here's Todd walk through a room of basically 250 Ched listeners yesterday yeah and you know guys are everyone knows everything there's no secrets here right they know that that there's a ton of pressure on McClellan and his club this year and he goes in there eyes wide open he makes conversation and he just he can handle it. he's good at it and he's Frankly, he's good at it because it comes naturally. Comes naturally because he's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah. At the end of the day. Now you had a lot of people help you out with that. How many? How many volunteers would work in an event like that for you? Oh, you know the there's a board of about there's a group of about eight of us or so who do it all year long. And then as the tournament gets closer, we bring in about seven or eight more. And and there's all of the sports centrals. You got a million sponsors who, frankly, go back to their boards and say, hey, you know. We've got a certain amount of money. I think we should allocate some to Specs Tournament at Sports Central. Right. Uh, you know, I would just say this, Bob Shelka and I. There's a fifth one of these we've done. The thing for me that's cool, and I could, I, I'm not going to list off all our sponsors because we kind of go on the same thing as as the Golden Bears, Bob. Uh, right. You know, it's it's amazing what could be accomplished. No one cares who gets the credit. Right. But. What I think is cool is you see the CAC guys there and the Maple Leaf guys there. They're both supporting Sports Central, right? right? You see Ruth's Chris supports us, and so does Vivo, right? right? They both support us. You see a couple different car dealerships. You There's got, no competition you here. You got right? guys from 
in theory, competing stations, but their competition is not as... Uh, you people. golf, Jason Greger golf, yeah. Dusty Nielsen golf, right. Kevin Carius golf. Sure. Everybody golfs because yeah. we're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Well, and then and let's tie into that because you guys had a video yesterday. This is Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. By the way, it was good to see Jeff Robillard down there yesterday. They won the H- tournament. That's all. Well, yeah. Well, he's got a ringer. His kids at West Georgia at a golf scholarship. So <laughs> that might have helped. That might have helped. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, uh, you know, it's yeah. yeah okay, it, it helped a lot. It's funny how I wasn't included as the celebrity on that force. No, I didn't of, want to screw it up for him. That's like that's like John Winwick from ATV and Dave Boat. They're like, you know, Bob, we uh, we wouldn't mind having you speak at this event or maybe uh, you know handle the uh, the uh, hot stove or something, but we don't want you in our force because we want to, we want you to win. <laughs> now, the one time it worked for us is when we had the uh, Barry Cates uh, media tournament and they mm. counted. Uh, the handicap. Yeah. So my 36 handicap helped me and Rob Tuchowski. Uh, when the first tournament, Rob's like, this is great. You made like three putts and you're a 36 handicap. So, <laughs> no, but... Uh, no, it was it was it was a, a terrific time. You had lots of different people down there, uh, but it is for Sports Central, and you guys had what is what is going to become over the next eight years one of the biggest sports stories in this country. Yeah. Especially, and it's current, because we have a kid that, you know, his family, uh, due to some political struggles, uh, ended up uh, coming to Canada, immigrating to Canada. Sports Central helped this kid out, and now this kid, and who are we talking about? Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies, right right now is on, I mean, the speech that he did in front of the the FIFA was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And 17-year-old kid speaking at like 2,000 FIFA delegates. And he credited Sports Central with helping him get around. Well, he, the, you know, here's a uh, refugee family, right, yep. that come from uh, Guyana or Liberia via Guyana. And uh, in when, when Alfonso Davies was nine years old, him and his brother and his parents came to Sports Central and we set him up with bikes and helmets and, and you know, we probably threw a couple soccer balls at him because we that's what we do over there we've got lots of them and we're not i'm not here saying that sports central made alfonso davies that's no, not what i'm saying no. alfonso davies made alfonso davies and, and a strong family but you know you when you give a kid a bike it's not just a bike right you give him some confidence and now he can hang with everybody else and now he can at the bike racks after school we all grew up like this what are you doing after school you found out at the bike racks and everyone got in their bikes and went well if you didn't have a bike you didn't go and i think having a bike he 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 the kind of guy he is we're just talking about todd mccullum the kind of guy he is here's a kid he signed over the weekend with bayern munich and I mean, it is—he's seventeen. It's the largest MLS transfer in history, right? In history, he's the maybe the best seventeen-year-old player in the world today. Yeah. And he took the time out of his weekend on Monday morning to cut a little video for us at Sports Central, saying, "Hey, you guys, I remember getting a bike when I was nine years old. I want to say thanks a lot. It helped me get to practice. You know, the kid now he gets to foot to football. Uh, I think it's free footy, right? Yeah." Now he gets to practice. Well, now that he's at practice, the coaches say, you're here every day, you get to start. Well, now the kid starts, and he says, wait a second, I'm as good at soccer as these Canadian kids, so now he's got some confidence, right? And now the ball goes in a little bit. Now he makes the good team. All of a sudden, you start to see Alfonso Davies rise from this kid who came over here, not even speaking the language probably, 
And does it all start with a bike? I'm not sure it all starts with a bike, Bob, but that bike doesn't hurt, does it? No, it's, I mean, it's an amazing story. We've had one other significant Canadian player. Ironically, he went to uh, Bayern Munich as well. I was Owen Hargraves, and then he ended up signing in England, and, and he was uh, with Manchester United, and Alex Ferguson was not a fan of his. But all I remember about Owen Hargraves, who played internationally for England, mm-hmm. is in what, you know, because they were terrible in penalty kicks. And he was the one guy that made a kick one year. I think it was in the Euro. I don't think it was in the World Cup. I think it was in the Euro. But I had he to. He really lie. almost denounced Canada. He never played for Canada. Well, yeah. He uh, listen. I know the media guys that were in Europe. At they did World not Cup. like him. Well, they traveled two countries over to go to to meet Hargraves to do a piece. George Johnson in Calgary, yeah. Terry Jones here in Edmonton, sure. and the kid had stand him up. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm not I, talking. I will say this. Remember Soccer Steve that used to be on the other yep. station? He used to get Owen Hargraves on a show. Well, and if soccer, right? Like that, that kind of says something there, right but, there. Right. But anyway, I'm going to say that this that kid, I think Alfonso Davies, who stood in front of the FIFA delegates and talked 17. about my hometown, Edmonton, he right. said. Yes. And he can't wait to play for Team Canada right. here in right. Edmonton. Uh, however, it goes for him, I think there's a real good person there. And again, eight years between now and the 2026 World Cup. How far will Canada progress during that time? Wouldn't and, it be fun, wouldn't it? And we've got a guy who, there's one other kid out of Brazil, and I think he just signed with Real Madrid. And okay. he's, he's pretty damn good too at 17. Where, but that's happened before. I mean, It's a big was, world. There's going to be more than one. Somebody can text us at 6.30, 6.30. There was, uh, Pele had called, I can't remember if the guy's name was Robino or Fabino. I always get the two guys mixed up. But this guy, Pele, said was the next Pele. And he did. And he didn't pass. No, no, no. Not, not this. This is going back like 10, 12 years ago. And that kid didn't quite become. He's good internet or good player, but never became mm-hmm. the international star people expected. Uh, Davies is going. It's going to be incredible to watch his progression and growth. And and you know what? Bayern Munich's old. They got a lot of older okay. stars, right? They need an, an infusion of youth with their squad, and that's uh, you know, you're talking. To, hey, how far from Cologne to Munich? Maybe we can slip in for a game if you get over there next year, Bob. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I guess it's got to be a train. I'll right? have to talk to Dry Settle. It's got to be a train. Maybe still, Leon can set you up with tickets. I think Leon's still upset with what happened with Mesut Ozil, who uh, <laughs> you heard that. It's an incredible story. He took the photo with the uh, president of Turkey, who's basically a dictator, mm-hmm. and all hell broke loose with the German soccer uh, body. And he, uh, uh, this guy has been, Ozil's been for five of the last eight years, voted the top player in Germany. Okay. And Germany was the reigning World Cup champ. Oh, they're a great they're, soccer nation. They're, right, they're a great soccer nation. And he has, uh, at 29, retired due to uh, racism. It's a pretty... Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty interesting story. <laughs> All right. We've rambled along. Spec, it was a great event. Um, Thank you. And the impact that you have sometimes, and I'm going to tell a quick story because there was a piece written by on ESPN by the guy right now who I think is the best... Uh, Long format writer in the business. His name is Wright Thompson. We're going to hit a bit on uh, how you can uh, make an impact to a kid at a young age when we come back in orders now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and Hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. 
This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1252 in Edmonton. Uh, our friends at uh, Roos Chris supply gift certificates for guests on this show. Brendan Connolly and the gang. In fact, Spec, you auctioned off at dinner for six, and it didn't include me. I was very disappointed. I'm sure we could have propped that up to Tim, eight. Uh, myself and uh, Ken Hitchcock there. will be at uh, Brendan's place. There We're the f- lucky foursome. All right. Uh, follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday night is date night at Roos Chris, where Duke can dine for $120. That's where Brendan uh, Ulrich takes his ladies. Uh, so I'm going to... Remember Dale Murphy? Oh, are you kidding? Atlanta Braves. He's one of the great ball players of our generation. So when cable first became popular... TBS was one of the first... Well, it was the first super station. It was right? the first super station. And who, and who was the National League MVP at oh, that time? Of course, it was Dale Murphy. And Dale Murphy mm-hmm. wasn't just good offensively. Like, oh, he won oh, multiple oh. gold gloves in center field. Uh, great, great, great. Everything that needed doing, he could do. And a leader. And a quiet leader. No, You know, they talk about clubhouse lawyers. He was yeah. not one of those. So, just as, we, field. Just, just as people are... They're probably unaware of this, that... You know, you too played at the University of Alberta back long before they ever became. You know, you too, yeah, b- yeah, before uh, October came out, right? Like, I mean, they, we're we're talking yeah. like sub theater, I believe. Yeah. Know, like, same you place. Too, that, you too played at Edmonton yeah. in like 1980. I saw Devo there once <laughs> <laughs> in the sub theater. Radek Dvorak, but uh, yeah, no, no, Devo and, and planter heads and all. So, did you know that Dale Murphy <laughs> came to Edmonton in 1982 after he no. won? The, yes, he. What's uh, he doing here? He well, Dale Murphy is a lot. Saturday Saint. He is a Mormon. Okay. okay. And uh, he attended a dinner. And my family, uh, I had some relatives that were Mormon, and they invited me down to this dinner. He was uh, just a first-class guy and Mm -hmm. and did the same sort of thing that Todd McClellan did. There is a piece written uh, by the guy right now that a lot of people in the States think is the best long-format writer of sports out there, that's Wright Thompson. He writes okay. uh, He writes for uh, ESPN. I tweeted out the link yesterday. Where have you gone, Dale Murphy? And one of the angles of the piece, interesting. Be- besides telling the story about you know the Murphy family looking after eight kids and actually having to move from their modest home in Atlanta because people started showing up at their house and they were so nice that they would bring them and invite them into their house mm-hmm. in the 80s and they had to get more of a secluded place in time because he had this growing family. Thus the gated community His wife actually was born. had eight, eight kids and uh, two miscarriages, so she was pregnant 10 times in a 13-year span while he was playing. Right. Okay. Well, so they always said Dale Murphy could produce. Yes, he was a very productive fellow. But here's the one of the angles of the piece. There is a committee in baseball that looks at eras, and Dale Murphy never juiced. So, yeah, sure. right? I don't doubt that. So there's four players in Major League history that have hit more than 400 home runs, okay, mm-hmm. that are seen as guys that did not juice, that are not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay, Dale Murphy retired with 398 home runs. Okay, though by the way, those four guys, none of them were ever league MVP. Dale Murphy was back-to-back National League MVP and a multi-time Gold Glove winner, so he wasn't a designated hitter or anything like that. Here's the deal: had he juiced like several other, because what happened is in the late 80s and early 90s he depreciated quite rapidly. Sure, and we know 
basically what happened was what what did what did steroids help players do in their late twenties and early? Well, 30s? of course, hit more bombs. Basically, R- hit right. the ball harder, hit the ball further, help them recover quickly, help them recover That's from pr- not as much from well sometimes from injury, but more so you could just train harder. Right, and you so know. here you had a player that was a natural, you know, just a regular guy, a fluid athlete yeah. that was a he was a really good, you know, he was a super stud of a se- seven time All Star in the league, yeah. two time MVP, but he uh, never did steroids. Never did steroids. That's okay. And so the question is, if we're sitting there making moral judgments on who doesn't get in, do we need to reevaluate who does get in? You know, because he didn't get voted in during the parameters and times before, because you're only allowed to be voted in over so many years right. in Major League Baseball. And so Wright Thompson's piece is basically, you know, next year he's now eligible for that older committee right. that gets reevaluated. Right. And there's a distinct possibility. And he'll, there's yeah. a distinct possibility he'll get in at that time. Yeah. So it's a really well-written, and at the end of the day, you get the well, sense it's not that big of a deal for Dale Murphy, that family not was Not to him, but, uh, you know, I want to say this, that, that baseball has its own set of... of internal issues that hockey doesn't have for instance we're a hockey show here uh because baseball has clearly been outed on steroids among many sports hockey has not uh so when you're talking, like baseball has all these arguments. We would never have this conversation about uh, who's the latest guy. Joe McGinley is going to re- going yeah, great to guy. right. He's going to retire on Monday. Yeah. Slam dunk Hall of Famer. The word steroid will not be written in the next five years about Joe McGinley right. because we don't have steroids in hockey, or at least have never caught enough people in hockey right. that it's become an issue. I mean, Dave Morissette. I mean, an enforcer. Does that? Really- we all know that there was guys that did steroids in hockey. We sure. know that, but. It's different in baseball. I mean, there's st- literally statistics. The, you know, it's kind of closer to if you go into the track and field record books, and I covered a bunch of track for a little while here. They, they're all their long, their men's throwing records. Yeah, they're all set in the seventies and eighties by East German guys. Geez, I wonder why Eastern Bloc guys who were absolutely steroid laden, and. Now people can't come near those records because right. now they're far more often are clean. So the record book is messed up in those sports. Thank goodness hockey is not in that state. We'll continue this discussion after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. This is Stoffer Inspector brought to you by our friends from Horse Racing Alberta. Reminder, live racing Fridays and Saturdays at Northlands Park.